Thanks for joining us on Sandful Radio, Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the coach of Glenelg's Sandful Statewide Super Women's League team, Jason Farrell. How are you, Jace? I'm um, Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Um, great to sort of catch up with a lot of the Sandful W coaches now that we've got round five resumption well and truly on the cards, and of course... Um, for you, that means you've got South Adelaide at ACH Group Stadium on Sunday, June 28 from 12 noon. And then we know also round six as well has now been locked away for Sunday, July 5 against North Adelaide at uh, home again at 12 noon. A um, couple of massive games for you, Jace, just to oh. ease back in off the break with uh, two of the powerhouse clubs of the competition. Look, it's just it was the next two rounds of the fixture anyway, so... Um, yeah. The most pleasing part is um, um, they're two blockbuster, genuine blockbuster games for us. Mm. I'm not sure South or North would be thinking that, but we certainly uh, view it that way. You know, and back to back at home, um, we couldn't ask for a better way to start. To be honest, you know, we we don't we we think we are some way behind those two clubs in terms of our development, but um, um, geez, it really provides. You know, coaches, players, an opportunity to measure ourselves against clearly the two best teams in the competition. So, well, I'm personally looking forward to it. I think it's great. Yeah, no, it will be tremendous. And of course, um, we had the fantastic news last week that uh, yeah, there'll be several Crows um, AFLW listed players and um, perhaps even some of the uh, other girls from other um, AFLW clubs available, which we'll ask you about as well. Um, but just starting with the Crows girls, obviously uh, led off by Ebony Marinoff. It was fantastic to see her running around in the beige colours late last year, of course, and uh, she's all set to do it again, which, uh, yeah, is exciting for the club. Yeah, no, um, Ebony was very keen to come back. And, um, um, you know, the beauty about the link into her coming back now is we get to have some um, some training sessions together as a squad um, to build on her connection with our, our players, as well. I think we touched on in the pre-season when I spoke to you that, you know, sometimes just bringing a, a name in that is an absolute jet like she is into your program can be a little bit disruptive with what you're trying to do, but mm. um, just being able to get that connection with, you know, how she plays and, and how that impacts players around her is, is, has been invaluable this, this year. So um, um, really looking forward, and I know her teammates, her teammates at Glenelg are really looking forward to um, running out there with her, so it should be good. And I understand she's super keen as well, uh, been banging on your door constantly. <laughs> yeah, no, she's, um, um, I remember just uh, messaging her earlier in the piece when uh, we were told we were permitted to, and uh, she got back to me straight away. She was just so keen to come out. So um, mm. I think, you know, I, I do generally believe she has a, a deep connection and, and affection towards the club, so that makes a massive difference as well. Uh, terrific to see and uh, of course she'll be joined by Eloise Jones and Denny Van Hagen as well and um, of course uh, Caitlin Gould who played for you against Central District and was a major difference maker in that game with four goals would be uh, really handy to have that trio of girls available too. Yeah, no question. Um, makes a massive difference, not just in terms of what they bring, but you know um, how the players around them feel as well by having them um, run out alongside them is making a, a big difference to the morale, to be honest. And um, some some of the younger players are, are really um, gravitating to them at training, and 
I can't commend them any higher. Um, they're actually very giving with their information and, and trying to help some of our some of our younger players come through the system. Um, just they've been so so generous with their time and, and sort of helping them develop that our younger players develop both sides of their game. Mm. Um, you know that they they want to play AFL as well. So um, yeah. why not be asking some of the better players? Yeah, indeed. And uh, have you thought, coach's dream, I guess, have you thought long and hard about where you use each of them? Obviously, Noffy um, in the midfield, no doubt, but um, Eloise and Denny. And, and then I guess Caitlin's the tricky one um, because you'd love to have two of her, one in the ruck and then another one up forward. Yeah, look, Soraya Moon's actually been really, really good for us. So mm-hmm. um, I think she's second in the hitouts in the league and, and also fairly high up in hitouts to advantage. So... Um, Fairly happy with how Soraya is developing, but um, what this does is, is you know, takes a little bit of pressure off Soraya where she can actually start to develop in other areas of a game around the ground as well. So, um, yeah. um, you know, my, our first conversation with those players is uh, was, what can we get out of this? Is there a way that we can utilise you that can help you develop your game? Mm. Um, and also, you know, obviously help us by having them in the program. So we don't want them just coming back and doing what they can already do. We actually want to help Adelaide to their game as well. Okay. So you know, we, we try to do that with all our players, but mm. um, I think it's particularly important if they come back and they, they feel like they're able to get something out of it, then we're happy to um, happy to help in that regard as well. So Excellent. Uh, what about, um, I touched on it a little bit earlier, um, someone in the category of Lucy Bellinger, who obviously uh, not drafted by the Crows, but went away, got picked up by Brisbane in the AFLW competition. Is she available, Jase? Uh, look, she's still in Brisbane. Um, okay. I think she's um, loving the warm weather up there, to be <laughs> honest. And, um, um, I'm not sure what's happening with her in Brisbane, but um, mm. she got a taste of it this year, which was great. And even though you know she's mid-20s, I do, I do think she should be viewed as a bit of a, a long-term-ish project type player for Brisbane so yeah. I'm hoping that's how they're viewing her and, and we'll give her another go and just uh, continue to add layers to her game as well so no mm. she won't be coming back um, unfortunately it would have been nice to have her but yeah. um, you know again it is what it yeah. is and we're just grateful to have the, the players that we have had come back Most definitely, how did the break treat you and the group, uh, how did you sort of manage to keep in touch and stay motivated more importantly Yeah like everyone it was you know, through frequent meetings, video chat, and Zoom, and whatever platform we were mm. using. But, um, you know, with so much unknown, we were also mindful that we didn't want to um, try and keep players up for an indefinite period of time. So mm. we actually gave them a bit of downtime throughout that period as well. And um, um, as we started to see a light at the end of the tunnel, that's when we started to um, um, you know, bring everyone back together a bit closer than what we probably were previously. But I do know our leaders... Some of our emerging leaders were uh, taking it upon themselves to stay connected and keep the group connected throughout that break, so that was pretty important as well. Mm. Um, and that was, you know, we're not, to be honest, we weren't worried about the football component. While they were away, we were probably more worried about their well-being and making sure everyone was in a good space because yeah. you know, some of our players that had some uh, change of uh, life uh, with work and, and whatnot, and it sort mm. of added extra layers of pressure to, the, to them. So... I think it's really important that you know we gave them the space to work through that. For sure. Um, who are some of the girls that have come back uh, in really good nick and you're looking forward to them sort of having a bit of an impact in the second half of the season? Yeah, 
well, um, I know Tessa Cohn did a fair bit of work while she was away, and mm. um, uh, she's come back in in super fitness. And Grace Duffy was was doing a fair bit of running as well, and she looks really good, along with Jess Bates, who's been trying to increase her rugby capacity, which is good. You know, there's some usual workers there, and Lauren Fisher and Lauren Kenny, who who stayed uh, in pretty good shape throughout the break. And uh, there's a couple of players we we did actually ask to um, to look at how they do come back and how they present themselves in terms of fitness and Mila Gentle and uh, Casey Coombe came back in. You know, it looks like they've done a whole heap of work away as well, which is good. And, Excellent. Um, M Woods has also done a fair bit of work. Oh, yeah, the veteran. Um, uh, yeah, no, she um, she's moving really, really well on the training track at the moment. So um, yeah. I, I know she's certainly stayed in pretty good shape um, while she was away, so that's good. Yeah, looking forward to seeing uh, Tessa pick up where she left off because uh, obviously won the round four Powerade Breakthrough Player nomination uh, with a great performance there. So hopefully, yeah, she can uh, continue on with that form in the second half of the season. Now, obviously, ladder position, and we touched on it earlier, um, with uh, your next two games being south and north, massive uh, test for you. And I guess it will really sort yourself out in terms of where you are on the ladder too, Jace, because you're one and three in the win-loss column and sitting seventh. So, um, yeah, you can't afford to slip too much more. No, look, we can't, that's for sure. Um, but in the overall scheme of it, um, you look at it where a game and percentage out of third spot. So, mm. um, you know, it's not, um, well, sorry, a game and a half and percentage out of third spot. It's sort of, from third down, it's sort of condensed up. And I know Westies have got a bit of a gap, but, um, you know, yeah. that last spot, probably similar to last year, is, is a little bit open at the moment. Yeah. Instead of the custodians of it, but uh, it looks like there'll be a few of us... Um, Hopefully chomping at the heels. Look forward to it, and it's going to make for an exciting finish to the minor round season, that is for sure. Well, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio, Jason. Uh, We do appreciate that, and uh, wishing you and Glenelg all the best for the resumption of the Sample Statewide Super Women's League season. And, of course, as we touched on, uh, you're kicking off again uh, against South Adelaide. And then uh, also a big clash against North Adelaide. So, uh, yeah. Good luck for those. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Zach. I appreciate it.